Welcome to the story behind her success with Candy O'Terry, presented by Boston Women in Media and Entertainment, sponsored by Tech Help Boston. If you want to get someone's attention, just tell them a great story. If you want to inspire someone, share your success story, and that's what this show is all about. I believe that successful women think differently, and by the end of this podcast, I hope you will agree. The woman you are about to meet has been an entrepreneur since the day she was born. I'm serious. It's just the way she's wired. Her father is a very successful entrepreneur too, and her parents have been her biggest fans and supporters. At only 23, she launched Beauty Parlor and RLR Studio, a unique business plan featuring beauty services and state-of-the-art photography business, all in one space, located in this really cool old mill in Framingham, Massachusetts. Now, news of Beauty Parlor and RLR spread like wildfire. And yes, I am a customer and I love it here. And now, well, let's see, it's been about four or five years, but we'll have her clarify that. She has turned another page in her entrepreneur playbook to launch Parlor. Let me spell it for you. P-A-R-L-R. The best way to describe it is as a total beauty experience from the inside out. Thousands of square feet of hot, hip gorgeousness. What inspires this exceptional woman to do and to dream? We settled in to find out. Her name is Rachel Rubin, and this is her story. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Candy. Thank you for having me. How many years then has it been? Four years, five years since you started this? So I've actually been building this company since college for eight years now. My first studio was opened in 2013, and this brick and mortar has been built for the last five years. So we're going to go and post some pictures along with this interview. But for our listeners, I'd like you to paint us a picture of Parlor. And how many thousand square feet? Uh, how big is this place? <laughs> <laughs> so Parlor is one of the world's largest and most unique beauty and photography destinations. I like to call it a Willy Wonka meets Disney World destination. It is incredibly unique. It is all built to a certain brand with certain colors. And it is just so beautiful. It's huge, but it's inviting and warm. And it's kind of like a little bit of New York City right in the heart of the suburbs of Framingham. I'm going to paint a visual. The floors are all this old hardwood, right? And then gigantic ceilings. And is it 5,000 square feet? Like 11,000. 11,000 square feet of hot hip gorgeousness. Yes, honey. Yes. There's a story about how your photography business was born. Mm -hmm. Back in college, something about a snowstorm. Yep. Tell me the story. This is one of my favorite stories to tell because this to me represents the night that this company was born. I felt a spark in my chest and I knew I was on the right path. I was at Hofstra University. I was 18 years old. It was 2010. We were stuck in this blizzard, me and my best friends. I was working as a makeup artist at the time down the street at a local salon. So I had a little bit of a makeup kit. And basically we were so bored in this blizzard and I decided to do makeup, hair and photography on my friends. Threw them in the blizzard in these American apparel leotards, took their photo and from there, my business was literally born. And I put the photos on Facebook at the time when social media was just beginning. People kept asking me to do the same service for them over and over and over again. Flash forward eight years and, and you and I are sitting are. here. Your parents were paying for you to go to college, but you started heading in this different direction. What was their reaction? 
I actually left school in my junior year to work for a celebrity stylist named Alexa Winner. And I distinctly remember this was when the recession had just hit. So money was not easily coming in. I had said to them, you know, I have this opportunity in front of my face. And I think that I should take on this internship with the stylist and soak in as much as I possibly can from her. And their reaction at first, I can tell you my grandparents weren't happy. They were very conservative. And you're very, very close to your I grandparents. Am. I am, yes. But my parents were very supportive and they believed in me. My parents have always treated me like an adult and they always respected my opinion. So they were all for it and they supported it. It is one thing to have an idea, Rachel, and it is another to make it real. Did you create a business plan? Did you put pen to paper at some point early on to do that, to sort of make it a tangible goal? I actually never knew where this company was going. So four and a half years ago in 2014, when I first opened the business, it was actually only supposed to be a blow dry bar that was combined with my photography studio. The concept grew from there. So it's very interesting because we were building the space as the concept developed. In my head, I had slowly realized what had been created was something so special which was the first ever full-service salon combined with a full-service photography studio. But I honestly never knew where it could go until we were about six months into being open. I realized that this was going to be an incredible business. I do more emotional business planning than I do logistical. The company's just always worked out. So I do have a business coach. I do work closely with him. But as far as a business plan, it's all in my head. How much intuition has played a role in your success story? I think you know the answer to that, Candy Otari, because <laughs> I know it's played a huge role in your life as well. Intuition is a huge part of being a business owner. I operate very much so off of emotion. That's actually my role at the company. And my gut instinct, I believe, is what has got us to this point. The people that I hire, the people I surround myself with, the people that I partner with, like yourself, are all a reflection, I think, of my, my gut instinct. You know, let's go back a little bit to your days in New York City as a makeup artist. And, you know, you mentioned that you were working with a celebrity artist. You could have stayed in New York City. I'm sure you would have been incredibly successful there. Why did you come home? I actually did not come home by choice. And I used to write myself notes in my journal over and over again saying, you're never going to go home. You're never going to go back to Framingham. You love it here. You love crossing the streets of New York City. You're in heaven. Don't move. Unfortunately, I had some very serious family trouble. And I'm open about that because I think a lot of people go through hardship in their life. And instead of it being a down moment in your life, you can turn it into a positive. And for me, Makeup, hair, and photography was my outlet during this time of, of numbness. Unfortunately, I was asked by my family to move home for a short period of time, but it turned out that that was one of the best moves I ever made in my life. Sometimes doing the right thing takes you in the right direction, doesn't it? I think I need to put that on a t-shirt. I love talk, that. Let's talk about your family. Tell me just a little bit about your upbringing. Uh, were your parents strict or were they lenient? You've already said they treated you like an adult all the time. Paint us a picture. So I would say that they're the perfect storm. Basically, my mom is this huge personality. She's very emotional. She has she could literally speak to a doorknob for three hours. She has a personality like you've never seen before. She was definitely not the strict one. My dad, on the other hand, is like this disciplined businessman entrepreneur. He was definitely strict. Swearing was not allowed. I was not allowed to watch SpongeBob. He thought it was a silly show. He was definitely the strict one. But the combination of the two of them, I think, definitely created the person that I am. I'm 100% a 50-50 mix of the two of them. Your father is an entrepreneur. What did you learn from watching him? Everything I know. Everything I know came from my parents. Like I said, 50-50 split. But the business side, my dad has been through the success and failure of business. So he was able to teach me through his 
failed opportunities and also his successes where he kind of guided me through what to do, what not to do, the emotional side, the logical side. And they also gave me my sister, which is the best blessing I've ever had to this company as well. She's your business manager, right? Carly is our chief of operations. She's incredible. If I had known you as a child, what would your answer have been to the question? Rachel, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to be a business owner. I did. I wanted to own a company called A Beautiful You, where we would give makeovers to people. I knew I wanted to own a business and I knew that it would be around that concept of completely transforming people's lives. And it's not exactly that. It's pretty close what we have here. You just talked about your sister, Carly, who is not only your best friend, but your confidant and helping you run this business as it grows. You also have a brother with special needs. Can you tell me a little bit about him and what your relationship with him has meant to you? Absolutely. So my siblings have definitely been a huge influence in my career. There's no doubt about that. Carly runs this entire company without her. I don't know where we would be. It's definitely a gift to have someone I can trust so much by my side every single day. My siblings were the first people to ever hold my light reflector for free. And my brother Jake is one of the biggest inspirations I have in my life because he's taught me he can't walk, talk, sit, chew, do anything on his own. He's in a wheelchair. He taught me that other people don't have the opportunity to complain or succeed or to do anything. So Why wouldn't I view every day as a gift to do as much as I possibly can to affect my life and affect others as well? Do you think that having a brother with such severe special needs has given you the gift of empathy? Do you think you see people in a different way? Because you're a photographer too, you know? Almost default, honestly. It is probably my biggest strength and my biggest weakness, my level of empathy for others. Sometimes I can't even control it. Because I just feel very deeply for other people and I'm very emotional in that way. So, yes, I definitely think my brother, my mom and I always say that, you know, people always look at us and we're like, they're like, I'm so sorry about Jake or so sad or but we think of Jake as the most blessed perspective we could have ever been granted. He is the gift of perspective. How did you know that it was time to think bigger into the development of Beauty Parlor and RLR photography. How did you know it was time? We simply outgrew ourselves. I was working in an office that was five feet by five feet with four other individuals. And that office was on top of our break room. My photography studio was literally squished into a very small area. I had no more room to create. Our clients were walking through a building that I did not enjoy for them. Our brand didn't make sense because we had two logos and two names for what was one company. There was just a lot of things that hinted to me that there was, it was time for a change. I felt it in my soul. And it took a full year to put that change into fruition. And it's the best decision I ever made. So let's walk our, our listeners through Parlor. Tell us the services that you provide, beauty services and photography. So Parlor is very unique. We have four subcategories of the company, beauty, photography, videography, and bridal. So as far as beauty is concerned, we have a full spa. And we have full service, hair color, haircut, everything, you name it, nails, toes. Our concept is really more than just perfecting people's aesthetics. It's really creating beauty from the inside and perfecting that on the outside. For photography, we do business to consumer and also business to business. So we can rebrand someone's personal brand or their business brand. So we work with corporations with up to 500 employees, or we work with small businesses that have one employee. And basically what we can do is do their makeup, hair, and photography all in one location. And if they want to get spa services the day of, they can be really relaxed. As far as the photography and videography in the same boat, 
we can brand the photos and the videos to look exactly the same. In addition, we have our bridal company where we go on location to about 150 weddings per year, glamming up the brides wherever they might be, even if it's in Aruba, we do their makeup and their hair. You are self-taught as a makeup artist and as a photographer, and that means that you are not afraid to step outside of your comfort zone and to try new things. Have you ever been scared? Please support our sponsors. They make this show possible. More than 30,000 families and businesses have trusted TechHelpBoston.com since the year 2000. Dave Elmazian, president of TechHelpBoston, with the reasons why. It's really about forging a relationship and having a trusting relationship because your technology is very personal to you. It used to be in the old days that things were private. When you're online, nothing is private anymore. And we want to make sure that that information is kept confidential and with somebody that you trust and you feel comfortable with. You can trust Tech Help Boston to keep your computer and systems running right. Call 781-484-1265 or visit techhelpboston.com. That's techhelpboston.com. You know, what's really funny about your question is I actually asked my boyfriend the other day, what do you think is my biggest strength in business? Because I'm trying to self-reflect a little bit more. And he said, you're fearless. You are literally fearless and you're so confident in everything you do. Self-reflecting, I did realize that was true. I am fearless because to me, anything that is defined as a failure is just an opportunity to learn. So I don't fear that. I accept it because it just means the next step in my life or the next step in my career. They say that the way we all grow, particularly as adults, is when we step outside of our comfort zone, walk right over to the cliff and just take a giant leap. Do you yeah. agree? I live outside of my comfort zone. I don't ever live inside of that zone. Tell me how you feel when you are photographing someone, because if I can let our listeners know, you're the person who's taken all of my headshots for the past few years, and you were the person who created the concept for my dream, which was the release of my CD, Dream Come True. You're the one who came up with the idea behind the pictures, and you dreamed that up for me. I didn't have it in me. I could sing the song, <laughs> but you did the branding. Thank Tell you. me, what happens when you photograph somebody, Rachel? I'm just in my element, really. It's a, it's a, the best way I could describe it is I'm in my natural vibe. It doesn't require a lot of thinking for me. It is very natural. Like your photo shoot for me, I saw it. I saw it before it happened. I knew that there needed to be glitter floating in the air. And we I did. We had glitter all over amazing. the place. We'll, was, we'll post some pictures of it that. It was too. incredible. And I literally felt it in my bones before it happened. So I just really feel like I was born to do what I do. And it makes me just feel very alive. In fact, one of the photographs, which is my all-time favorite, is where one of the glitter that you were all throwing, throwing at, at your me face landed right on my shoulder like mm -hmm. a lucky charm. Just one little star, the right star there yep. on my I shoulder. I remember. What's the mission for Parlor? I know it has something to do with making people feel like their best version of themselves. Can you talk a little more about that? Absolutely. So we create, capture, and inspire beauty in individuals' lives. That is what we do. In that process, we create the perfect version of individuals making them feel like their best selves. Feeling like their best selves, like they've never felt better in their life, inside and outside. To me, that has to do with making a connection with somebody. What has been the biggest lesson in your journey so far as an entrepreneur? And can you pass that along maybe to a young entrepreneur who's listening to our show today? Absolutely. There has been a lot of lessons, a lot of mistakes. I definitely think that the best lesson I've learned is something that I've mentioned earlier, and that is 
to not strive for perfection, to strive for that progression and to be okay with what you got done in a day. Just try every day to do the absolute best that you can. And when you leave work that day, know that you you did that, you put it all out on the table and then start again tomorrow. Progression is more important than perfection. You have to surround yourself with people whom you trust, but also who are really good at what they do. Absolutely. Do you feel like you've done that here? I would say that's my biggest accomplishment, to be completely honest with you. I think you're only as strong as your team. You're only as strong as your management and you're only as strong as your leadership team. And the people that surround me are so deeply passionate and devoted to the vision and the mission and the brand. That's not something I can just make up. That was something that was developed over years. And we all have such a close bond. And I honestly think that's what our clients feel when they come in here. I think they feel that level of passion, positivity, and happiness. You know, we talked earlier when we first sat down together in this beautiful space, you talked about your grandparents thinking, "Mm, maybe this is not such a good idea for Rachel to leave Hofstra. What do they think about it now? They definitely think it was the right decision. (laughs) They definitely are on board. Actually, it was one set of my grandparents had said I shouldn't. The other said that I should. So now everyone's on the same page, I would say. How do you know that somebody is is right for Parlor? To me, it's so obvious when someone's right for Parlor. I sometimes joke that Parlor is a home for unicorns. We have such a culture here and we have core values here. We like to spread positivity and we like to create exceptional experiences for clients. And it's honestly very clear who fits in and who doesn't. It's known by our clients and all of the staff the culture that we have going on. You just talked about core values. So so describe what those are. So at Parlor, we have five core values. We value our team above our ego. We add positivity to everything that we do and touch. We create exceptional experiences for our clients. We love our craft. And above all else, we love what we do and where we do it. You know, I look around here and you do have so many young women working for you. And I have to guess that you're a role model for them because you are a success story, which is one of the reasons why we wanted to feature you on the show. What kind of a leader do you strive to be, Rachel? I would say that the reason that I'm successful in my role as quote unquote boss is because I look at myself more as a leader and a coach more than anything else. As far as the type of leader that I am, I don't look at issues as mistakes or a negative thing. I look at them as opportunities for growth to contribute to our future of the company. So I think that everyone feels very comfortable here because they're not going to be penalized for just one mistake. When an obstacle is in your path, how do you get around it? I actually enter into the obstacle, observe what the core issue of why it was that it happened. And then once I've identified what that core issue was of why the obstacle came into place, I backtrack and make sure A, it will never happen again and B, figure out what I could do next time to be better. Here we are in this beautiful new space, and I know that you had this incredible gala welcoming everybody into this dream (laughs) location. Is it what you dreamed that it would be? That night, that evening, really just represented all of the people in the room that had helped contribute to getting to that night. I actually mentioned you in my speech. It was a very important night for me. Parlor was made by so many different personalities and people and so many different teachers and guides that I had, and so it was just a very meaningful night. You took a lot of chances and you worked long hours. You chased this dream when most of your friends, Rachel, were still in school. Maybe they were going to graduate school. Maybe they had decided that they were going to get married early, whatever. Were there times when you were doubting yourself ever or had thought about maybe changing your mind about this dream? 
I can tell you there was never a moment where I thought I was going to change my mind about the dream. I always knew that I wanted this to be something huge and I felt it in my heart that it was going to be huge one day. But there were definitely moments in college and over the course of my last 10 years of a career that of building this company where I thought to myself, why am I sacrificing so much versus other people? Why am I staying in on a Friday night or a Saturday night? All I can say is that that hard work and that sacrifice paid off, but there were definitely moments of doubt, but never a, a doubtful moment about where I was headed and what I was doing. Flash forward 10 years from now, what does your life look like? I hope peaceful. That would be my goal. I, I, as far as the company is concerned, I don't want multiple locations. I think Parlor is so special because we are a hidden gem and because I think that's honestly what makes us unique. And I always want to keep that quality going. So 10 years from now, I'd like to be doing more of what we're doing inside of the current space that we have. You know, very often when a person is as driven, motivated as you are, people forget that they also have a, a personal life. What do you love to do when you're not here doing this? My personal life questions are actually harder than my business life because I'm constantly working. It's funny also because I don't look at work as personal versus business. I love to be here. But as far as hobbies, in, in the meantime, I love to shop. It's my therapy. I love spending time with I my- I call it acquisition therapy. A hundred percent in full agreement with you. I love spending time with my fiance and my two puppies and my mom and my dad. And, and you're a family girl, aren't you? I am a family girl. 10 years from now, maybe we'll have some kids to talk about in our next interview. My mom would like that. What does success look like in your mind's eye right now, where you are in your career? Well, to be honest with you, I feel like I, I am at that success point because I feel like I'm at peace and I'm doing what I love. To me, money comes later. I don't focus on profit, revenue, or money. I mean, of course, it needs to be a, a priority. However, to me, it's doing what you love and never feeling like you're working and feeling like you're at peace while doing so. Hopefully, I can just keep that mindset and that feeling in my chest. As you look around Parlor right now, how do you feel? Is it the dream you had hoped that it would be? You know, it's funny. I'm in a very odd transition time in my life because Parlor has been, we've been building it for a year and it was a lot of stress to get to this point. And I'm actually at a point where I'm, my position at the company is changing a little bit. I'm going back to doing what I love, which is, you know, photography, running the company, coaching and leading. Right now, when I look around, I honestly just feel such a deep sense of gratitude to be able to do what I love in a place that I love. And it feels good to know that everything I ever worried about along the way was not something to worry about. It all happened and it all it's my dream. It's my dream come true. I want to say congratulations on the success of this incredible parlor. Thank you. Tell everybody how they can find out more about Parlor. So you can go to our website, www.theparlor.com, or you can give us a ring at 508-202-9538. Here's to your success. Thank you. I love you. Thanks for listening to the story behind her success with Candy O'Terry. This is a series with one goal in mind to shine the spotlight on women doing great things with their lives. We hope these weekly stories will motivate and inspire you. If you'd like to suggest someone for Candy to interview, she'd love to hear about it. Connect with her anytime on Facebook, Twitter, and her website, CandyOterry.com. That's C-A-N-D-Y-O-T-E-R-R-Y.com. You'll find all of these links in the show notes. What's your story?